Hey everybody, you're listening to Esther and Jeff. This is episode 31. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hello everybody. Hello audio and video yeah. people. Uh-huh. I don't still don't know the word to say. It's yeah. three episodes and I don't know. Yeah, we'll figure Hello, it out. Hello everyone. Hello everyone. That's a good guess. Yeah. Yes. Hello, everyone. So this episode, we're going to talk about all the fun stuff that we did this weekend while our friends were visiting us. Yeah, we had some friends coming from New York City. Can we say their names? I mean, I guess. They listen, so sure. Steve and Roger Uh, came into town. Steve and Roger. (laughs) Anyway, so our friends who used to live in Buffalo came to visit for the weekend. Yes. And we got the chance to do a lot of Buffalo stuff that wasn't necessarily here the last time they were here. Yeah, and it snowed. It was very cold. It was like nine degrees or something. Or it was like negative one degree. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> for be- the majority of the it weekend. It was below zero this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, it was very frigid, cold. Frigid temperatures. The roads are pretty bad too, which is weird for Buffalo because usually they're like really on top of plowing. But since it was a weekend, I think they like weren't super concerned yeah about they it. really warned people not to go out because yeah. i think they were just like it's the weekend we'll kind of take this slowly we yeah. don't have to attack it it's hard mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it was really cold so we just ubered everywhere because why drive when somebody with a nicer car than you can drive <laughs> or somebody who's willing to drive i'm just not willing to drive yeah. it's not that the, it's not that we couldn't i just wasn't willing to and we were drinking at most places so mm-hmm, i don't mm-hmm. drink and drive Mm-hmm. Therefore, we took Ubers. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, do you want to start with what we're drinking this episode? Sure. I'm drinking my favorite beer on the planet, just a classic Jenny. So, Genesee is a brewery in Rochester. Um, I feel like we've talked about the brew house there before. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm drinking Saranac S'mores Porter. Yeah, and it smells like s'mores. Just like uh, two episodes ago when your coffee beer smelled like coffee and mm-hmm. your breath in also smelled like coffee. Same thing with the s'mores. S'mores? S'mores. Smorgasbord. We so, had s'mores this weekend. Yeah, we Kind did. of. Yeah. Saranac is also a brewery in New York. Mm-hmm. That's outside of Utica? Maybe? Where's Saranac? Is Saranac a city? Or is it just it's a, a lake? Saranac oh. Lake. Okay. Yeah. I think it's outside of Utica. Also, our friend Julie, who did come see us, um, she's from that area. <laughs> so she'll probably be mad that we didn't know off the top of our heads. I don't know I don't know anything other than western New York and the Binghamton area. I don't really know northern New York or central New York and I definitely don't know New York City, so Yeah. Like, I can't just picture off the top of my head. Oh, yeah, that's right there. Although it probably is just right next to Utica. Yeah, it's a good beer. So, Friday night, our friends came in. They flew the lovely JetBlue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Audio listeners, we just did a pan face back and forth to the camera because we don't like JetBlue. Well. We've had problems with JetBlue. Yes. And more and more people we know are having problems with JetBlue. I mean, it's really only them. We don't know of anybody else who's had Mm, issues with JetBlue. I know one other person. Okay. Okay. So, unfortunately, they did have a few issues on their flights. Um, On the way to Buffalo, they were delayed, but only like an hour, so it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. Super common. Yeah. So, we didn't really do much Friday night. Mm -hmm. We just, like, hung out. Absolutely, yeah. Saturday. We did what? 
We, uh, what did we do? We did things on Saturday. We did a lot of things on Saturday. We woke up fairly early. Had yes. some bagels for breakfast. Yeah, and we went to the new Beltline Brewery. That wasn't our first stop. I lied. We went to Casa Azul and got tacos. Tacos. And it really started to snow once we got tacos. Mm -hmm. And pretty much everywhere we went was very empty because it was really serious snowing, you know? Yeah. Like, consistent snow that wasn't going to stop, and you knew it wasn't going to stop. Yeah. It was, yeah, the weather was kind of crappy at that point, and it was very cold. Um, so we got tacos, Casa Azul. It's tacos, like a, tacos, tacos. it's like street tacos. They're really good. They're small. They serve them to you on a plank of wood. Which is a little weird. <laughs> like, I don't know how they clean those necessarily, but. It's same thing. Good tacos. Um, after that we went to Beltline Brewery, which just opened like two weeks ago. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. I, th- I thought the beer was, you know, it was middle of the line beer. But the brewery itself was in a cool area. It was a nice building. It was set up well. Yeah, the inside was really nice. Like, very new and, yeah. like, modern. Yeah. Um, the beer was forgettable. I just thought it was mediocre. We've had a lot of beer, so I don't think it's bad beer. I think you could definitely enjoy yourself there. So I don't think it's one of those places that you shouldn't go to because the beer's not good. I didn't, yeah, I didn't say it was bad. I just said it was mediocre. No. It was fine. Um, what was actually really cool was that since their kitchen isn't open, they brought in pizza. Yeah, they just brought in two giant sheet pizzas and let the whole place eat, which was nice. It was a nice touch. I felt like this brewery's going to stick around for a bit. Yeah. Well, hopefully. I don't really know. It's really hard to tell, but so far in Buffalo, none of the breweries have just, like, pop open and pop closed. So... That we know of. Yeah, I'm sure this one will stick around for a bit. At least, you know, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) It was a cool location. It's right in front of an apartment complex <clears throat> that used to be a factory. Um, actually, in front of two apartment complexes that used to be, like, warehouses and factories. So it's in a nice little corner there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we also stopped at Montes or Montez. I don't they know. They were all saying Montes. Our friends are saying Montes, but if I would have walked up, I thought it would be Montes. But uh, a little tiny corner store that had pastelitos, mm-hmm. which we like a lot. And they were really good. I yeah. think they were probably the better pastelios we've had in buffalo i think they were easily the best ones that i've had here yeah but i haven't had like every one ever you know <laughs> like we've had empanadas at like a good amount of places but yeah. these were like so much better yeah um they served a lot of things there they had like roasted chickens and like meat skewers and stuff yeah it was a nice little place it was cool to find another place in buffalo too that we can like just pop in and get some food yeah and they were cheap yeah and it's a good location if you're going to a sabers game or a bison's game in the summertime they're like right down the road Mm -hmm. they're uh very close to chefs so it's like great location i don't know i thought it was nice i thought it was weird that we were like the only people who didn't know about this place but apparently it's a lot of people know about it yeah it's fairly busy when we went in so people just popped in even in a snowstorm there were other people popping in to grab some (laughs) pasta leos yeah yeah um, so after that, what did we do? We went somewhere else. Where'd we go? Oh my goodness. We had, okay, so we went to Beltline Brewery, we enjoyed that. Then we oh. went to the Labatt Brew House, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. we've talked about in a previous episode, but we, we took our friends there. We met other friends there, and that was right before the Bandits game. And mm-hmm, we kind of mm-hmm. stayed at the Labatt Brew House for a while. We've had, we had a cute, a, a cute, we had a cute amount of drinks, and then we had a few drinks there. 
and we stayed for a couple hours and talked and hung out. That was a fun time. Yeah, yeah. It was it was nice for them to be able to see like some of the friends that they hadn't seen yet yeah. on the trip. Then the snow really picked up around that time. Uh, and the bar also picked up because it was right next to the Sabres Arena, where that's where the Buffalo Bandits lacrosse team plays. So there were, there was a game that night. So we got there at like 4.30, and by the time we left around 7, which was game time, it was just whew, loaded with people. Yeah. And, like, it's it's just such a convenient spot for if you're going to, like, a Sabres game or a Bandits game because yeah. it's literally right next to the arena. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to get a lot of business that way, which, you know, they, they should. It's a good place. The Labrador House is a good place. Definitely worth going to. We just haven't had the food yet. Um, we'll try that sometime. Yeah, brewery food is usually, like, whatever. Yeah, you never know. Sometimes they're great. Sometimes they're great. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and then uh, what do we do after that? So after the Labatt Brew House. I think we just came back home. Yeah, we came back home. We had been out all day, and we've had, like, a lot to drink and eat, so we were pretty exhausted. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I that, think, oh, no, we went to Wegmans, and we picked up frozen pizza. Oh, we went to That's Wegmans. We <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we did go to Wegmans. That's funny. I don't even remember really going to Wegmans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We picked up frozen pizzas and snacks. Yes, we did. And then we came back and played some board games and stuff. It was good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fun night. Yeah. So Sunday morning, we had a little bit of a slower start. Slower start. Can't talk. Um, yes, we did. We woke up later. Yep. Which is good. I liked it. I enjoyed it. We went to um, Nick's place. Nick's place. For brunch. Yep, in Black Rock Breakfast Place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Our friends really liked that place, so we went there. It's and good. it's very close to our house. It's like a five-minute walk, but it was there was so much snow on the ground Sunday morning that we could not walk there. It was not even accessible. Mm-hmm. We had to take an Uber down the road five minutes in yeah. a straight line, which was like two minutes in the car. Well, there was, like, a foot of snow on the ground, yeah. and then the way that... More the, than a foot, yeah, there's a lot. The way that the roads were plowed, all the snow was up on the sidewalk, and nobody was plowing the sidewalk, so there so, was literally no way to walk. Yeah, unless we wanted to walk in the middle of the road, which, again, also had snow in it, and cars, so it wasn't exactly <laughs> ideal. Yeah. So we went to Nick's place, that was good. Where did we go after that? Now I don't remember anything. Oh, we went to Community Beer Works. Mm-hmm. Went to the Community Beer Works' new space, which me and Esther have been to previously, but this time we got to see the pinball room, and the brewery had a dog walking around in it, which was very cute. It was a girl pit bull. She mm-hmm. was very nice walking around. Um, they also had a fire pit outside, although it was like one degree on Sunday. Well, what was fun was that I saw on Instagram that they did like free s'mores if you skied or snowshoed there you got your first drink free if which you, by the way we saw somebody do we did see somebody ski we saw there. somebody ski there um that's how much snow was on the ground if you bought a drink your second drink was free if you bought food your first drink was free so like we were like we have to go there yeah. <laughs> which is good and you know not a lot of people were there it was very treacherous on sunday but again we took uber mm-hmm. and uh we got our second drinks free and we also cooked some s'mores. Yeah. Cooked s'mores, melted s'mores, how, what's the word to use? Um, roasted s'mores? Mm. We well, made, you roasted. I think you just say made. I think yeah, you made, made s'mores. s'mores. You roast the marshmallows, but everything else is just yeah. smushed together. And Esther's one of those people who, like, just keeps a marshmallow in there until it's a burnt 
No, crisp. it was so windy. I couldn't roast it without mm-hmm. just sticking it into the fire. I don't know. And for some reason, I was the one roasting all the marshmallows. Yeah. So usually, usually, my roasted marshmallow technique is to turn. Yeah. Don't burn. Turn like, over. Like right above the flame. So it's just like golden and perfect. For you video listeners, there's a picture of a s'more right here. It's double chocolate. Do you see this? You Audio mean? listeners, buy a Saranac s'more porter so you can understand what we're talking about. And take a look at the picture on the front. Oh, it's, it's chocolate graham cracker, chocolate. graham cracker chocolate, marshmallow chocolate, graham cracker. That's too much chocolate. I already <laughs> think one little piece of Hershey's is enough chocolate for no, a s'more. No, not one piece. Yes, one piece. Like That's what they're broken up for. Yeah, they're broken, they're broken up, up like that. They're broken up for s'mores? Probably. No. Yeah, I, I mean, what else so. are they broken up for? For sharing. For sharing. You have 16 <laughs> friends? Isn't there 16 pieces? Well, obviously, they're not going to each get one little piece of chocolate. Yeah. You have, like, one other friend, and you just split a bar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So we had s'mores. That was a fun day. We spent a lot of time at Community Beer Works. It was just really windy. Yeah. So, like, the flames were going everywhere. Yeah. And... It was cold. It was hard to eat the s'mores because, like, my hair was blowing in my face, yeah. and then I got marshmallow all over my hair. Which you probably and... still have in your hair. No, I washed it since then. So... <laughs> <laughs> all right, bad joke. <laughs> um, yeah. And... We came home, we watched some football, and we hung out at home. We played a lot of games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sunday was, like, game night for us. Then Monday came around. A lot well, of people... What did we do for dinner Sunday night? We went to Sado. Sado. It's yes. a ramen place. We got ramen again two weeks in a row. It's because when I it's... didn't get ramen this time. Oh, you got sashimi. I got a sashimi bowl, which was a good choice for a summer dinner, but not for a winter dinner. It was very cold and I was already cold and I should have just got ramen <laughs> like everyone else. Yeah, when it's one degree outside, I would like a bowl of soup. Yeah. That's yeah. basically the only time that's I would fair. like soup. <laughs> that's fair. I think, uh, yeah, that's what most people are like, mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. So we got some ramen, then we went back, watched the football. Watched the football. Watched the And then uh, we played some board games. It was a fun night. Mm-hmm. Monday, mm-hmm. we did what? Because I don't remember what we did Monday. Um, Not a whole lot. We didn't do anything? everything is closed on Monday. Did we do anything? Yeah, we did things, I'm pretty sure. So then what did we do? It's Wednesday. <gasps> we don't even know what we did on Monday. Yeah, I made avocado toast for yes, breakfast. Yes, made avocado toast. And then for lunch, we went to... Elmo's. Elmo's, that's Yes, it. we went to Elmo's. <laughs> we got to try some new wings. They were really good. I think they were like top five wings in Buffalo. Mm-hmm, Maybe mm-hmm. not top one or two. Esther still likes Duff's more. I'm still kind of a hung jury in a couple of places, but it was good. Well, I think that they have... Maybe the second best wing in Buffalo because there's too much sauce. So, like, I love Duff's because it's a lot of meat and, like, just enough sauce to, like, coat the wing. And Elmo's was, like, the same size wing and they were cooked perfectly, but they were just too saucy. And I don't like that. Yeah. You know? Well, we got a couple of different flavors. Our friends really like Cajun barbecue, which is kind of a weird flavor to, to, <laughs> to me. We got regular Cajun and then we also got classic medium wings Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the medium wings are really good Mm -hmm. i still actually have some leftovers that i might eat right after this podcast Mm -hmm. because i just thought about it and it's really tasty yeah yeah and the cajun wings were good too in a different way um but yeah i I enjoyed that place it's one of those places there uh if you live in buffalo it's worth checking out if you're not from buffalo i don't think it's worth the drive up to where is it getsville 
Yeah. From downtown, like, just go to Anchor Bar or Gabriel's Gate or Duff's. If you're going to make a trip, then make the trip to Duff's. Like, that would be a better decision. Yeah, yeah. That's good. It, I liked it, though, and it's one of those places I would definitely go back, and I would definitely get wings again, and I would never complain about them. Mm-hmm. Did we lose the video again? I don't know. Yeah, I think that's what that tink sound was. This is ridiculous. Audio listeners, we switched to our old camera. When I say old, I mean like only two or three years old. The camera I used for my YouTube videos. And it turned off, too. And that is crazy, because well, we thought we fixed the issue. So, no. No. We didn't do anything to fix the issue. We just switched the camera. So I found out that an SD card has to have a certain speed that it can, like, capture the video no. at. And if it's too slow, then the the camera is going faster than the SD card. So eventually it, like, you know, overflows and stops oh. or something. Anyway, that's how I understood it. Very complicated. Me if I'm wrong. Yeah. It's not that complicated. We just need a better SD card. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, for you audio listeners, I'm going to plug my YouTube because we're talking about the camera and it reminded me of it. Um, I made a companion YouTube video to our last podcast uh, for our trip to Toronto. I had a really fun time editing it. It's like five, six minutes long, so it's not super long if you want to take a look. Um, and then you can kind of like, it's fun to, especially if you've already listened to the podcast, to go back and then watch the video because it's basically everything we talked about in the podcast in a video form. So it's a nice little nugget from the last podcast. And hopefully I'll do more of these. There's not going to be companion video to this current podcast other than the video form of the podcast because I didn't film this weekend. You know, we were with friends and stuff. There wasn't really filming material. Yeah. I mean, we didn't really do it a whole lot. We just like ate and drank and hung out and talked. Which was fun. And we needed it. It was nice. It felt like vacation at home. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was really nice. It was nice having Monday off, too. Yeah, we took one day off work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's it, really. That's all we got. It's a quick podcast today. Should we talk about their issues with JetBlue? Just so that everybody knows that we're not the only ones that experience yes. issues with JetBlue. Yeah. All right, Julie and Jason. Sorry if you didn't want us to talk about this, but we're going we're to. We're going to. <laughs> Esther, what happened to them? Okay, so their flight was originally supposed to leave at 5.30. Yeah. So we dropped them off at the airport at 4. Yep. And then once they, like, were about to board the plane, they were told that their flight was delayed because their pilot was stuck in Boston. Yeah. I guess they could, I guess he couldn't land the plane, so they were taxiing, waiting for a runway to clear, and the airport maybe only had one runway. Um, So they were sitting in the airport for what ended up being, like, six hours. Like, they didn't... A little bit... A little bit shorter than we waited, but also a ridiculously long amount of time, and I feel bad for him. Yeah, so at, like, 10, they call Jeff, and they're like, we're rescheduling our flight to leave first thing in the morning, and Jeff's like, well, we'll come get you. So we go back to the airport, pick them up, they come back, they're tired, we hang out for a little bit, everyone goes to sleep. They leave at, like, 4 in the morning. To the point where we didn't even notice they left. Yeah. For a 5.30 flight, they get to the airport, and apparently there is no crew for the plane. Oh, my gosh. Like, just no crew. (laughs) So, they had to buy a ticket on a different airline at a very expensive rate, and they did get a flight home to New York, and they were able to get to work probably on time, I think. But how unfortunate is that? JetBlue refunded them, but JetBlue put them through all of that, and they ended up paying a ton of money to get home. So, 
I just, I can't believe, I just can't believe it again. And the thing is, is uh, you're probably thinking, well, Jeff, you were talking about a snowstorm and blah, 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 blah. And well, they came Friday, the snowstorm happened Saturday into Sunday. They left Monday night. Yeah, so it like wasn't... Wasn't bad weather when they were, fr- were supposed to fly. Yeah. A lot of the issues were just on JetBlue, and that's kind of crazy to me. Yeah, it just seemed like bad management. Um, and what's just so frustrating about that whole situation is they knew that there was no way that flight was going out, and they just kept pushing it back. Like, even after they rescheduled their flight... They, it's still said that they were leaving at, like, midnight or 1 yeah. in the morning or something, which is exactly what they did to us the last time we had issues with them. So I don't think this is a specific JetBlue issue. I think this is an airline issue. I think the airlines have the power to just not have to deal with customer service. They just don't have a lot of competition. There's barely any airlines. And once you go through security, you're a tr- you're trapped prisoner. So they can essentially do whatever they want to you, and you can't really do much in back. You can't say, well, I don't want to do this, and I want to change to this and that, and they can just flat out say no. Or they could say, okay, well, you can take another airline, but then it's going to cost a ton of money because most people book far in advance. So basically, in the United States, and maybe it's different in other countries, there's just not enough competition in the airline industry, so they can just treat people like trash. And, you know, the crazy thing is, is... I looked up online, and a lot of people have a lot of great things to say about JetBlue. In fact, JetBlue has better ratings than almost all other airlines in the country, and that's the one we have the biggest problem with, which is funny because, it, you know what I mean? Like, it's just funny how that worked out. Like, most people are like, that's the one you should take. And, I mean, we've never really had a good experience with them. We've had good experiences with other airlines, but JetBlue has just been so frustrating for us. Mm -hmm. And I really, truly think that something's got to change with the airline industry because they're just doing this to everyone all the time. Or maybe we should all just switch to not taking airplanes anymore. You know, it's Mm -hmm. frustrating because flight and, uh, you know, aviation and airplanes, it's the best way to travel, especially in our country, being so big. And it's just so frustrating that, like, these mega corporations just take advantage of every single person and nobody can do anything about it like just nobody can do about anything about it if you want to have a fun night or a horrible night depending on how you look at it just go online and look up airline mistakes or airline frustration and there's just hundreds upon hundreds of youtube videos of other people documenting the things that the airlines did to them which are even worse than what they did to us you know and it's just like it's no one does anything and no one cares and their customer service is a robot it's a computer there's no real person you can talk to and unfortunately the the few people you can talk to their whole job is to just get berated and be yelled at which is frustrating because i don't want to yell or be mean to anyone i just want like some honesty on like what's going on and they don't ever care to do that and all these airlines they want to say they do but none of them do they're all bad like every single airline in this country is bad there's not a good airline it's very frustrating. Yeah, well, I think that a lot of the crew members are just minimum wage employees. Yeah, and it's not their and, fault. And they're not getting any yeah. information either. So, yeah. like, they're just giving you whatever key phrase their manager told them to say when yeah. they're having plane issues. But, like, it's just frustrating because there's no transparency. Yeah. So, like, if you know that a plane is taxiing for six hours to the point where they run out of fuel and have to go to another city to refuel yeah. and then get back in the air, 
they should know that 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 pilot will not be able to fly back from Buffalo. Right. It's just a logistics thing, and they're not interested in really giving you the truth. And the th- the thing the thing of it is is they don't have to. Yeah. There's there's no one forcing them to do any of these things. It's not like other industries, and there's no one really regulating them. It's just frustrating. Mm-hmm. For so, everybody. That's my little rant about airplanes. <laughs> you know, and look, if you're flying, like, don't have a fear of it. If it happens, it happens, and unfor- that's very unfortunate. But, like... You know, just go out there. Most flights get out on time. Most flights get people where they need to go. Yeah. So, that's my little rant. I think I think I think I should just drop the airline. I didn't think so too. <laughs> wow, you had the rant too, didn't you? Yeah. No, yeah. I just there. We can't say anything that we haven't already said. So yeah. it's just like beating a dead horse. But it just sucks that it happened to us, and then like not very long later, it happened to our friends. So. Yeah. Yeah. Very similar situations where yeah. they they missed important things because of it you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right esther where can people find us on the internet um if you're on facebook we have a facebook page called the esther and jeff podcast yeah. on instagram we have an instagram page called esther and jeff podcast <laughs> um if you listen on the anchor app you can leave us a voicemail that's pretty cool we'll play we might play it on the next episode <laughs> yep um if not then you can just leave us a message or, or comment comments. on youtube you can comment on youtube now oh, yeah, too on youtube i see you guys watching on youtube i appreciate it keep that up subscribe so the videos come straight to your inbox on youtube uh and you'll also get my other videos that i will be making as we go and there's something about a bell icon i guess that notifies you when there's a new video i don't really know youtube that much <laughs> for somebody who watches youtube all day yeah. that's surprising I don't, yeah, because I'm not, like, a creator. I'm just, like, watching other people do it, so I don't know how the whole thing works. I gotta look into it more. Okay. YouTube evolves and changes all the time, too, so. Yeah. 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 All right, guys. I think that's all we wrote. (laughs) That's all I wrote. I'm just gonna slink back and say nothing. What you got? (laughs) All right. Well, (laughs) I guess we'll talk to you guys next week. We don't really have anything specific planned for this weekend. Yeah, I see something on the calendar. Oh, well, that's for me. Oh. Esther has plans. A girl's night, so Jeffrey is not invited. Okay. <laughs> All right, thank you guys for listening, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Hey, everybody, you're listening to Esther and Jeff. This is episode 32. Hey, we're back live with video. Sorry about last week. We're not live. We have video. <laughs> Okay, well, we're not live, but we have video this week. We did record last week video. Well, how do you know we're even going to have video this week? Because oh, we, no. We might have video again this we week. We should have video this week. We, <laughs> we believe we've corrected the issue. But this week, we have a special podcast. It's not that special. We're it's about talking. travel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, this week, I think we're going to talk about national parks yes we got our awesome book that we referenced before the sea america book that we got in wyoming at devil's tower Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it gave us some inspiration for this week's episode so we both have a list it's a list episode because that's your favorite kind of episode right i think everyone's favorites episodes are the list episodes and uh we both listed five national parks we would like to see that we have not been to yeah, yeah. So I thought that it would be cool, since Jeff has his 30 before 30, to do something for myself. But there are 59 national parks, and I don't think I would ever keep track of 
59 before 59. Right. So we're just going to try to go to all of them eventually. Yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> all the national parks and national monuments. <clears throat> and national monuments? National monuments. Okay. So this book does not have all of the national parks in it. Which we thought it did. But it just has, I don't know if it's like a random collection. It's it's a lot of them. I believe it's 75. Yes. Um, but that also includes random national monuments. Yeah. There's which like, I included on my list. There's like monuments and national parkway and like, I don't know, a bunch of stuff. Um, but I am more interested in like the actual national parks. Even yeah. though when we were going through our list, I realized we'd been to a lot more national monuments than national parks. So it looks like I've only actually been to three national parks. Yeah, which means I've been to two. Yeah, <laughs> because I've been to one without Jeffrey. So we've got a long way to go. But before we start, what are we drinking? Oh, um... We aren't drinking beer this time. We are drinking... Swedish Hill? Swedish Hill wine, which is made here in New York. Yeah. What what was the place again? Romulus. Romulus, New York. Wherever that is. Sounds like a spaceship. Spaceship Romulus. It's probably upstate somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, or the southern tier. That's where they make a lot of wine. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. It's, it's... very sweet. It's red. If you're not <laughs> listening, if you're not watching the podcast, if you're listening to the podcast, it's mm-hmm, red. Mm-hmm. Red, red wine. <laughs> red, red wine. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... What are the three national parks you've been to? We'll start off with that so that people don't expect those on our lists. I have been to Rocky Mountain National Park. Which I have also been to. Badlands National Park. Which I have also been to. And Great Smoky Mountains National Park. Which I have not been to. That's in, like, Tennessee. Great Smoky Mountains is Tennessee. Mm Mm-hmm. Rocky Mountains, Colorado. Badlands, South Dakota. Yeah. All right. So, it was my wonderful idea to come up with this list, so why don't you go first? Okay, so these are not in any particular order. No, and... just five parks that we both picked up. Okay. And we looked at each other's list beforehand, so they do not overlap like in previous episodes. Yeah, because I mean, everybody has like ideas of the top national parks that they would like to go to. Like, everybody wants to go to Grand Canyon. I had to check to make sure it wasn't yeah. on yours, but everyone wants to go to Grand Canyon National Park. Um, I have not been, have you? To the where? The Grand Canyon? No. I've never been out west, except the time we went. I would love to go, but it seems like it would be overrun with tourists, and that's not really... That doesn't really sound fun. I'm sure it's awesome. It's worth going to. I know that. Other people have said how amazing it is. Yes. So what... did not make my list. What is your first place? Grand Tetons National Park. Where is the Grand Tetons? Wyoming. Wyoming. Why didn't we go when we were in Wyoming? It was on the other side of Wyoming. Yeah. Right? Wyoming's not little. It would have added a lot of driving in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. But it's so beautiful. I don't know. What page is that? Maybe I can give our viewers an idea. 70. Page 70. All right. The Grand Tetons. Ooh, very grand. Yeah. I'm doing my best Vanna White here. I just really like giant mountains. Like, it's so different from anything that I grew up seeing that anytime I see a picture of it, I'm just, like, blown away. Like, so into it. You know? On his way back east from journeying to the Pacific Ocean as part of the Lewis and Clark Clark Trail. Wow, this is really cool. Mm -hmm. Established in 1929. So not super old. Grand Tetons, Wyoming. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to... 
list here. <laughs> yes, my first one would be Olympic National Park in Washington State. Mm-hmm. I want to go to Washington State really bad. In fact, Olympic State Park is page 34 in the book. I will flip to that very quickly. And it is featured in a lot of movies. A lot of movies I've seen. A lot of movies that I really like. I was torn between adding this wonderful location. I'm sure people know about this rock here. They can kind of see it on the video, right? Probably. I don't know. We don't know. Yeah. In 1909, so it's a little bit older. Washington State, very beautiful. It was between this one and the Redwood National Forest, which I don't know what the exact title of that national park is, but they're both movie locations for me, both very picturesque. I assume these are Olympic National Park is very busy, so it wouldn't be top on my list, but it's on my list for sure. <laughs> okay. What do you got? What's up next, girl? Um, Zion National Park. Zion National Park in Utah. Yeah. Um, Utah just looks so cool. Like, it looks like the surface of Mars, you know? Like, there's so much red rock out there, and I'm not even really sure what else is in that state other than beautiful national parks and forests, like, (laughs) but it's amazing. It's been home to humans for nearly 12,000 years. Did you know that? Wow. Yes. That's cool. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) i don't know utah just seems like it would be a really cool spot to visit the picture of it has one of those uh like land rovers with the stuff on the side and the tops okay it looks cool it looks like a really fun place looks like somewhere i would like to enjoy i don't know why i didn't pick it on my list (laughs) well you are in utah i'm a little bit north with my next one with glacier national park montana so this is one that esther admittedly and look at this how fitting the picture is a mountain goat that's exactly what i want to see if i was there but me and esther both really want to go to montana and we both talked about how we want to do glacier national park along with something that may be on esther's list later which i'm sure you guys can already guess but uh yeah you were a little jealous i got this on my list before you weren't you not jealous necessarily do you remember when we were on a road trip and we saw all of those little mountain goats yes i do they were very cute where was that that was that was in the badlands oh i was thinking mount rushmore that was mount rushmore yes and we saw bighorn sheep on the top of pike's peak yes wow you know what that was a cool trip we saw a lot of animals Mm -hmm. on that road trip Mm -hmm. yeah glacier national park was my number two (laughs) All right, where are you taking us next? Um, Yosemite. Okay, so I have to interrupt. Why? The National Park Na- National Geographic did Yellowstone Live mm-hmm. for like four nights last year. One of the coolest thing ever. Okay. One of my favorite TV shows. But that's not related to Yosemite. Weren't they at Yosemite? What? Did I say Yellowstone? Yellowstone. <gasps> I'm reading ahead. <laughs> oh no, I've ruined your list. Embarrassing. I read ahead. You ruined the surprise. <laughs> I ruined a surprise. Well, you might as well talk about Yellowstone and Yosemite at the same oh time. Oh my gosh. Okay. I mean, Yosemite is just one of the first national parks. Yes. So I think that would be really cool. Just There's like a lot going on out there. You're not going to flip to the page for mine? Oh, well, Yosemite well, is page 16. Well, it's right I'm, in the front of the book. I know that they have a lot of cool posters for that one. Ah, um, very small but cute. There's a bear fishing, there's watercolors, there's people whitewater rafting. 
1864. I did a project on Ansel Adams, and he got a lot of inspiration from Yosemite. So I've always wanted to go because, you know, you spend such a long time looking at all these crazy pictures. But that doesn't look anything like Georgia. So beautiful. Did you know on the Epcot America Pavilion, there's a show? And on the show, they have an animatronic of Theodore Roosevelt at... Yosemite National Park. He's he's there? Yeah, he's there. What? Yeah, it's cool. You don't remember that? No, I don't really remember. My Disney fans will know. <laughs> so, also on my list, since Jeff ruined it, is Yellowstone. Yellowstone's really cool. Yeah. Just everything about it was cool. Yeah, so, yeah, so we did watch all four days of the Yellowstone Live. Um, but it's so vast you know like it's just gigantic and there are all these like different ecosystems that aren't really available anywhere else in the country beavers bison wolf <laughs> yeah they're like eagles and foxes yeah it, it's Moose. a cool if you have hulu you should check out the program because yeah. it was really neat. national geographic yellowstone live it was yeah. it was live on tv which we caught the last episode live but we went back and watched the other ones off the recording and they were just as fun yeah, and I really just want to see, like, wild herds of animals. Yeah. And you don't really see that an awful lot. Like, on our road trip, we were really looking for bison, and we did not see any. I mean, we saw a lot of um, antelope, right? And cantaloupe. <laughs> we saw no cantaloupe. <laughs> <laughs> the wild cantaloupe. Which is kind of neat. We saw elk. Yeah. I wanted to see a moose, but we did not see any. Oh, we did not. Yeah. But, it, I don't know, it would just be really cool. And, you know, with the reintroduction of, like, the wolf population at Yosemite, or at Yellowstone, um, there's just a lot of cool stuff happening there that isn't really happening anywhere else. Yeah. And Yellowstone is in Wyoming, Montana, and Idaho. It's a big park. A big old park. <laughs> All right, so I'm up next, mm-hmm. and I apparently have to do two since I ruined yours. Well, yeah. you can ruin one of mine then. Denali National Park in Alaska. Who doesn't want to go to Alaska? Yeah, Alaska would be really cool. Yeah, seriously. This one, this is page 50. I'll flip to it in the book. But Alaska, want to go there so bad. This is the state park you want to see. I mean, look at this picture. It's just amazing. (laughs) Established in 1917. It was once entitled Mount McKinley National Park. They changed it in 1980 to the indigenous name of Denali National Park. President Obama actually changed Mount McKinley, the mountain, changed the name to uh, Denali. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which is what the indigenous people had called it for so long. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. We have to go to this one. It had recorded a low temperature of negative 55 before wind chill. Can you imagine what the windshield must be on negative 55? It's probably like negative 100. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's frostbite within minutes. The reason... Okay, I think we should... Maybe not even minutes. We should backtrack. Yeah, I don't think minutes. I think it's less than that. Yeah. Um, We should backtrack a little bit and say why we're talking about something that involves literally no travel currently. The weather outside is awful. The weather outside (laughs) is frightful. And inside doing the podcast is delightful. (laughs) We had a hard time getting home from work today. We were getting a Polar Vortex 2019. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Everybody's throwing around words like snowpocalypse and 
Armageddon. Wait, no. That's it's just one. really... Snowmageddon. It's really cold and windy. Yeah. The snow is not terrible, but the wind and the cold is terrible. Yeah, you know, when I was think I was thinking when I, I was, like, walking into the apartment, I was like, if it weren't so darn windy, it would be really nice out. Yeah. Like, all the snow, everything's really picturesque, like, I don't know. It looked really nice, and then you get hit with, like, what, negative 20 whatever mm. wind. Awful. Do you want to ruin my number four? I so my number four is... I think of a way to ruin it. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. My number four is the Wright Brothers National Monument in Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. It's not a national park. National monument. So I added one of the national monuments. <laughs> um, I really enjoy the Wright Brothers in aviation. And I did a project on the Wright Brothers when I was in school. Mm-hmm. I never forgot it. I really enjoy the Wright Brothers. I've read a lot of books on them. And I also had a very cool Wright Brothers Lego set, mm-hmm. which was like the coolest thing I've ever had. I mean, you still have it. Yes, I do. But it was gigantic, and I don't have room for it in our current apartment, but if we have a house someday, I'll maybe rebuild it. Didn't you dress up as one of the Wright Brothers before? I don't know what you're talking about. Was that for Halloween? Yes, did I did Did anybody know that. who you were? I did do that. Well, people knew after I told them. <laughs> <laughs> I was a Wright Brother. Yeah. Wright Brothers National Monument in North Carolina. Okay. Phone call. (laughs) T-Nide. That's a first. Hopefully they don't call back. Yeah, they will. That's a first because you're always on Do Not Disturb. I am, and now I'm not. That's weird. Hmm. Wright Brothers National Park. All right, we both have one left to go. Well, my last one is Redwood National Park, even oh, though you kind of like... I ruined that too. Yeah, earlier you were like, well, whatever, Redwood National Park. Does anyone know what whatever movie was shot said. in Redwood National Park? Star Wars? Return of the Jedi. The Ewoks live there? Well, that. they don't actually live in California, but they lived on Endor. <laughs> Endor. But they filmed Endor at the Redwood National Park. Yeah, so... I don't know. I feel, I feel like there's no real explanation necessary for Redwood National Park. It's just amazing, and the trees are gigantic. You could drive through a tree. Yeah, and it's like, those are living things that have been here since, like, I don't... Before this country was a country, you know? Which is insane to think about, like, I don't know. And it's living, you know? Like, a mountain can be there forever, but... It's not necessarily living. It has a lot of living components, but it's not just one organism. I think the, com- I think the camera turned off. The camera turned off. Well, that's perfect. I can flip to page 16, and when the camera turns back on, they'll be looking at the Redwood National Forest. For you audio listeners, thank you for dealing with our terrible video skills. Here we go. Page 116, Redwood National Park. The picture doesn't do it justice, I don't think. It's a cool one, but it doesn't do it justice, the Redwoods. Yeah. And everybody knows what the Redwoods are. This is one of those ones where when you think of state parks, you might think of this one right off the bat. Yeah. I would assume so. So I guess whenever we go to California, which we will be fairly soon to get your baseball stadiums down. Yeah, we have to within the next three years. Yeah. So we'll just go hit up some national parks while we're there. And finally, my last national park, Dry Tortugas National Park in Florida. The Keys. Yeah. I wanted to go down there. We never went down there when we lived in Florida. We, we should go down there. We even had friends that lived there. and we For a small amount of time. And we didn't go visit. Yeah. Dry Tortugas National Park 
Keys. I almost said Key West, but it's not. I do not believe it's Key West. It's just the keys. I don't really know anything about this park. There. Is it? It's. Is it just the keys, or so, is there like an island? It is the <laughs> furthest part. The U.S. bought Florida from Spain. Blah blah blah. The Dry Tortugas are now the most remote and least disturbed islands and coral reefs in the Florida Keys. Oh, that's cool. Very cool. Yeah. Um, also, it's cold. It's snowy. I wanted a national park that was kind of somewhat warm. I thought about putting the Everglades on my list. Yeah, I thought about a deserty one too. There's a few deserty <laughs> ones. You keep slamming the book. Slam. <laughs> Buy this book or else. This is not an endorsement. We're not getting paid to tell you that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I never would have considered dry tortugas, but I also didn't know that it was like that, I don't untouched. Yeah. You know? It's very neat. Because the coral reefs are dying, so. Super sad. Yeah, it would be neat to see them before they're gone. Okay. Well, that was a <laughs> bummer. So, Esther, I have my 30 for 30 baseball state, 30 before 30. Do you have your 59 before 59? Do, do I have, what do you mean? Are, I, are we going to do your 59 before 59? I don't know. I think we should make a goal to see all the national parks, but 59, like, that's 30 years, you know? Then we got plenty of time. That, it's just a long time to keep track of. Um, and who knows what we'll be doing in 30 years? Yeah. How many episodes of the podcast will we have done <laughs> oh my goodness. in 30 years? But this episode brings me to this little guy. One of our friends sent it to us. Um, and it's just like a little passport. And each page, like you write all these little things about the park. And then you can stamp or like, I don't know. I would probably draw something in that little spot. But I guess if I found the stamp, I would stamp it. But I don't know. Like like we said in the, it's the like last a, episode. It's like a passport for national parks. Yeah, yeah. That's what I just... Isn't that what I said? I think that's what you said. <laughs> You're just <laughs> not listening. I'm actually. listening. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm literally sitting here listening to you. Okay. My brain just shut off. Yeah. So I know that all the national parks have a stamp that you can stamp your stuff with, but we did not find it until the last national park that we yeah. saw, which was Devil's So Tower. if you draw something, or a national monument, we I won't guess. have to find something. Yeah, but wouldn't it be cool to have a stamp from every place? Yes, it would be cool to have a stamp. But we'd have to go back to the ones we've already been to. Yeah, you're right. We have to backtrack at this point. You're right. We can't do that. <laughs> guess a drawing will suffice. <laughs> we can backtrack. So... Esther, where can people find us on the social medias? Um, we're on Facebook under the Esther and Jeff podcast. Yes, that's a Facebook page that you can like and follow. Yes, we are on Instagram, Esther and Jeff podcast. Yep, yep. Um, you are on YouTube. Yes, Jeffrey Sears Ant on YouTube. Or if you search Esther and Jeff podcast on YouTube, you will find us on YouTube. You will find the previous few episodes. Hopefully we can fix the video problems from last week and maybe upload that one alongside this one. Uh, if you want to hear the episodes first, subscribe to us on whatever podcast app you use so it'll automatically go to your phone or check us out on Facebook. I put it up on Facebook as soon as it's live. And I know this was a shorter episode, but, you know, short and sweet to the point. Yeah. Sweet like this wine. This wine is very sweet. 
If you like our podcast, consider commenting and rating, yeah. liking. Leave a comment on any of the platforms. We'll read it, and we'll maybe we'll read it on the next podcast. Mm-hmm. We haven't done a Q&A in a while, but if you guys throw us some cues, we could do a Q&A if, for the next episode. Yeah, if you're listening on Anchor, mm-hmm. you can leave us a voicemail. Just go to our page, and there should be a voicemail option. Those are fun for us. Yeah. We'll feature you on our next episode, maybe. Um, and that's it. Yeah, go out and get this book. It's called See America. I don't even know if it's still in print. It probably is, but we bought it in 2017. It's 2019 now. SeeAmericaProject.com. That's what it's saying on the back here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Esther's got her little passport. I don't know where you can find that. I'm sure you can look it up online somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I think that's it. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you next week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>